Welcome to the Eddie Height Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Eddie Height, and I'm so glad you've joined me today as we continue our study of Paul's letter to the Ephesian church, the church at Ephesus. Isn't this, isn't this letter packed with such powerful truths? Yesterday, we ended, we just got into verse 7 of chapter 1 of Ephesians, and I, I want to continue to unpack that verse today. It's, so, it's such a powerful verse. He says, in him, that is, in Christ. Now, I want to emphasize this again, that anytime you see in Paul's writings especially, you see the, the, the little phrases such as in him, of him, through him, by him, highlight those, underline those, memorize those, because those tell you who we are in Christ. They tell us what blessings are already ours as a result of being in Christ. And if you have turned from your your sins, you put your, not saying that you're perfect or anything, but, you, but you're headed in the right direction. You have turned to Jesus and you put your faith in him and you're trusting him uh, every day. Then you are in him. God has placed you in Christ. You are, by your faith, you are positionally in him. And there are things that belong to you that didn't belong to you before. Sort of like, uh, I lived in Canada for eight years. Uh, Sue, of course, is a Canadian. I lived in Canada uh, for eight years. And um, when I, 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 did not, I did not get my uh, Canadian citizenship, but one thing I, I learned that this was highlighted to me, you know, when, you, when you, somebody becomes a citizen of a certain country, whether it's United States or Canada, there are certain rights that come with citizenship, certain benefits and blessings that come with citizenship, and that may vary according to the country that you are in. And, and that is just kind of a, a, a rough parallel to being in Christ. We have become a citizen of heaven. We've become a part of God's kingdom. And there are certain blessings and benefits that are ours simply because we are now in Christ. And in verse 7, he says, in him we have. It, 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 it is a present fact. Is it a present reality? In him we have. And we only have because of his redemptive work at the cross and his, his resurrection, we have certain blessings and benefits. We have redemption through his blood. Now, I just touched on this yesterday, but the word redeem, let me see if I have the the Greek word here in front of me. Uh, no, I don't have that Greek word, but you can you can count on this. Uh, the Greek word, and I have studied Greek, and I'm able to to read Greek and use uh, Greek lexicons and reference works. And the Greek word that is translated redemption here, it refers to the purchase price of purchasing the freedom of a slave. Um, if somebody went down to the slave market and one of their relatives had gotten themselves into bondage, into trouble, remember in the ancient world, if you could not pay your debts, they didn't have bankruptcy laws, your creditor uh, would take you or members of your family and enslave you until your debt was worked off. 
But if somebody got themselves in debt and were, was enslaved, someone could go find out what the cost was and they could pay the redemptive price that was necessary to free that person from slavery. And Paul says in him, in Christ, we have redemption. He has paid the price necessary to purchase our freedom from the bondages and the shackles of sin and Satan that we, by our own missteps and our own fault, had gotten ourselves into. Jesus paid the price to free us, to set us free. Now, originally, we belonged to God. We, we, we were gods by creation. But we, our first parents, by declaring their independence and turning away from God, listening to the lie of the serpent, they became ensnared in his trap and became a slave to sin and to Satan. But Jesus came. You know, the, it, it, there, there was this thing in the scripture, we read about it in Ruth, and uh, about the, the, the nearest kinsman. Because if somebody got themselves into bondage and couldn't pay their debt and their creditor had enslaved them, then the right of redemption lay with their nearest kinsman. The, the person who was nearest kin to them could, could go, had the right to go and purchased their freedom. And uh, lo and behold, in the book of Ruth, Ruth, this Moabite girl, this foreigner, uh, but she had married a Jewish man whose parents, when he was a lad, had gone to Moab because of famine in the land of Israel. And uh, those two boys, they grew up and they married Moabite girls. Well, they both died, and so their mother, who was now widow, Naomi, she decided to return to Bethlehem, the place where Jesus would be born. And uh, Ruth, her Moabite daughter-in-law, decided to go with her. And so when they came back, they were struggling. They, they were really working to find enough food to eat and so on. But there was a wealthy landowner, and... Um, uh, it was discovered he fell in love with Ruth, and, and you, you'll have to read the story in the book of Old Testament book of Ruth. But come to find out, he was the nearest of kin. She was a pagan, <laughs> and she could she couldn't pay the price. She was a foreigner. She couldn't pay the price that was necessary. Listen to this now. This is a powerful story. But come to find out, this. This landowner, and I'm, I'm trying to think of his name. I'm going to turn over to the book of Ruth because this is so very powerful. Come to find out he was the nearest kinsman to her deceased husband, and he had the right to redeem her. And so he did. He redeemed this poor Moabite girl. <laughs> And she became a part of his family. And you know what? She and her husband, they had a son by the name of Jesse. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, his name was Obed. And they had a son by the name of Jesse. 
and Jesse had a son by the name David. And David became the king of Israel uh, and became the glorious king of Israel. And it was David to whom Nathan gave the promises that one of his descendants would be the Messiah and would sit upon his throne and of his kingdom there would be no end. And in the genealogies of Jesus in the New Testament, his genealogy is traced back through Ruth. Her name is in the genealogies of Jesus. This pagan Moabite girl who was redeemed that her, a, a near kinsman, nearest kinsman paid the price that was necessary and redeemed her. And she became an ancestor, not only of King David, but of the Messiah, our Lord and Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. Isn't that a powerful story? And that is an illustration. You see, this is why God became incarnate. God could not redeem us as God. He had to become our nearest kinsman. He became one of us. God came down in human form, born of a virgin. He lived as a human being. He, he experienced, the Bible says, he was tempted in all points as far as we are yet without sin. But we read in the Bible that he, he became weary. He became hungry. He had to eat. He was thirsty. He became frustrated with his disciples. Um, he became angry. He experienced, he became one of us. And this gave him the right to redeem us, to pay the price that was necessary to redeem us from the shackles and the bondages that Satan had brought upon us. And he set us free. He redeemed us, paid the necessary price. Hallelujah. So my friend, the price has been paid. Stand up on your feet. Rise up. Throw off those shackles. You don't belong to the devil anymore. God is the one created you. And now he has paid the price to redeem you. And you belong to him. Take off those chains. Stand up. Declare that you are the redeemed of God. He has already redeemed you and paid the price necessary. Tell Satan to get lost, to get out of your life, that you belong to Jesus. He has paid the necessary price. Hallelujah. What a wonderful Savior we have. What a wonderful salvation is ours through Jesus Christ, our Lord. I'm Eddie Hyatt. Boy, I feel blessed in my soul today. I trust, I, I believe somebody's getting victory today. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the redemption that is ours in Jesus Christ. We give you praise. We give you glory and honor in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Check out my website, eddiehyatt.com. You'll find a lot of things, a lot of resources there that will bless you. And I look forward to seeing you next time.